From the Devon and Plymouth Chamber of Commerce, this is an In Conversation with Special, recorded live at the Devon Business Show 2023. Supported by Westcott's Chartered Accountants and Business Advisors. Presented by Paul Philpott and produced by Fresh Air Studios in Plymouth. Hello and welcome to the Plymouth Pavilions, the host location for the Devon and Plymouth Chamber of Commerce, Devon Business Show 2023. We are broadcasting live. With me now, we've got three very knowledgeable gentlemen. The topic of our conversation is sustainability, a very hot topic, I must say. Uh, thank you, first of all, and welcome to our planet sponsor, YGS Landscapes. We've got Steve Warren Brown. You've become a bit of a celebrity lately, Steve, haven't you, mate? What are you doing? <laughs> Steve Warren Brown. Everybody Morning. knows Steve. Uh, from Inchery Cycling, we've got uh, Mark Hinchliff as well. Hello, Mark. Hi, Paul. Thank you for joining us. And also from Kaya Gallery, who are a lanyard partner, we've got Chris Warren. Hello, Chris. Good morning, Paul. Good morning. Now, before we go any further, let's say hello to a few of our exhibitors and those that are attending here today. We'd like to say hello to the Market Hall, to Focus Group, to Children's Hospice Southwest, to Plymouth Cricket Club, and also to Logan Egg. So... Gentlemen, sustainability. Before we started going live, you were sharing with me some great examples of sustainability and how your organisations helped people solve their own little sustainability challenge. But I'd like to start by asking, I think I'll start with Steve actually first. Why is sustainability such an important thing? Lovely. Really Just a small question one. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just a small one, start off with. Uh, we've only got one planet. So um, and we've got limited resource. So I think, you know, if there's any way that we can reduce landfill, reduce waste, recycle, reuse, upcycle, whatever the terminology is, that's essential. I also think it's essential to acknowledge we are in, we have climate challenges. And so reusing stuff can be beneficial in that context. And I think it's important that we support the youngsters coming through in our particular sectors with that message, give them hope that they can do something in regards to sustainability and that whole message, ESG and so on. Excellent. And obviously we know YGS, YGS Landscapes as an organisation that helps make things look attractive, brilliant workspaces, good places to live in. But you design sustainability in from the very outset of everything you do, don't you? Yeah, I mean, it's from the outset, but it's also after. We acknowledge that by definition, we create waste product but we look at every part of product that we produce and we then try to think about how that can be utilized whatever that may be be it offcuts and fence posts be it plastic pots and so on we've got lots of innovative ways of doing that and we're always looking for more ways to do that and reduce our waste than our carbon footprint now mark waste waste can be quite a waste can't it and um, yeah. you, you you're going to solve this problem for us aren't you waste <laughs> well, single-handed we we kind of solve it a little bit as we do now. So we're, we, we recycle, but in an odd way. So we deal with companies that downsize, maybe gone to working from home, close their offices, businesses that unfortunately close. So when, they, when they're in that situation, they obviously got to get out of their premises. Now, what we offer is a service where we go in. Sometimes we'll get paid to do the job. Sometimes we'll do it for free. Sometimes we pay them, depending on what assets there are. And we take those assets and then we resell them. Now, we've seen a job, can I give an example? Of course, yes, please. So it was a, a job, a classic one last week was a big job in Plymouth, big job. I won't say the organization, used the company to go in. We had quoted, we were obviously too expensive. 
when I went in to see the company, someone gave me a ring. The guy rang me. I went up to see them. They were actually putting a pickaxe to everything. Literally, it was just a fast clearance. And all that stuff was going into landfill. So what we did is we actually ended up buying some of the better assets off them. But unfortunately, 50% was already smashed up and in landfill. And um, we, we don't do that. You know, we recycle. I think we had this conversation just now, even down to office, office equipment, you know, pencils, that sort of stuff. When we do a closure, we collect all that together and we've just got 50 boxes together and give to Project 35 for pencil case poverty and for also some of their adult craft works they do to get people back into work. And, and so, you know, it, it, there's a big thing what we do that people don't see. We're not very good at selling ourselves, but when we go in there, yeah, very little of our stuff actually goes into what I would call proper landfill. That's a really good example. And actually, when you say about recycling and reusing stuff that belonged to a former business, this is a, a, a very good option for entities that are starting out anew. If you're starting a new business, hopefully there are some new businesses here today. I'm sure there are. And you're on the very early rungs of that ladder. Looking at sustainable recycled options in order to do your, your office fit out should be the, probably the first thing you should look at. Definitely. I mean, what, what you end up doing as well, because we work with a lot of corporate companies, the quality of the equipment is much higher the price we sell it at. You know, you, you can go online and you can get a cheap desk, but the quality of what we sell, maybe a little bit less than that, you know, not much, maybe a little bit less, but you ended up with quality. You also end up with an item that will last because, you know, we see so many people that we've gone into that have bought desks online, they fall apart and then they come to us for a more solid, more expensive desk. It, you know, it, it, it's a whole circle, really. Yeah, Chris Chris from, from Kaya Gallery, you're, you, you're very kindly our lanyard partner, but you're nodding away there. I think you've, you've experienced both of these situations in your business life, I imagine, and also you're helping solve a sustainability issue within your organisation with a bit, of a bit of a twist, am I not right? Yeah, when I bought the company in 2017, my son and daughter, after the first year, came down to the gallery and said, Dad, do you realise just how many plastic bags and the amount of bubble now, bag? Now, if you're telling us a story about you getting told off by your son and daughter, we need to hear about this. So come a bit closer to, you, <laughs> come a bit closer to like, the microphone. There we go. Right, carry on. Yeah, they um, said you are literally giving out thousands and thousands of bags and yards and yards of bubble wrap per year. We've got to do something about it. So I said, okay, what do you suggest? So they said, we've already taken things into our own hands. They had a supplier for recycled brown bags with recycled twill handles, brown paper to wrap stuff in. So I thought, oh, I'll catch them out here. I said, I do a lot of very fine glass. I'm still going to have the problem of making glass where you can take it away safe. They said, We've already thought of that, Dad. Look at your website, which was a silly thing to say to me. I'm the most untech person in the world. <laughs> so my wife got into the um, website and said, oh, we are the donation point for bubble wrap. And we are the Plymouth donation point. Not a lot of people know that, for <laughs> bubble wrap. And we now get donated the bubble wrap. We don't have to go out and purchase it. And nobody should have to put their bubble wrap in the landfill. So our more exquisite bits of glass, vinyl records, etc. that need bubble wrap, is all packaged in recycled bubble wrap. I love we that. We have noticed the difference. 
I love that. Could I just add, I think that, that, that actually the bit I mentioned about sustainability being about education and, mm. and bringing the younger people through. You know, it's a travesty that Mark's competing with a company in that zone, that area, in his sector, where they don't know that they can upcycle, reuse 80%. So they're smashing 50% up. That's, that's terrible, and that's an educational thing that other companies need to be taught. And Chris, you know, by definition, you've just admitted, and, and I would have been the same, you didn't know what you were doing as a byproduct of your company and yep. your learning. So these learnings, this is as important as physically reusing that flower pot or that bench. This mm. is, you know, teaching people what they need to do in the better practice yeah. towards a more sustainable. But I, I think, Steve, it goes back to the next step. It's not the companies that actually go in and smash it off. The reason they're having to smash it up is because they're not got, they've quoted a price where they haven't got time. Yeah, so and education. And it is a lot management. of work. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's within the companies to yeah. look at, you know, what we're actually doing with this stuff. And when you get a quote, what is that quote actually for? Mm. They look at it and say, clearance, that's fine. They, with no conscious of what's going to happen at the next step. And I think you need to look at it. And when you get rid of anything within your business, you need to be looking at that next conscious level of where is it going to go what's it going to what's going to happen to it? Mm. it it's a great one with fridges on Dharma isn't it we don't do any domestic but you know if you went onto Facebook now and said I've got a fridge to be disposed of you'll have anything from £25 to £125 you know very well if someone takes that properly it's already going to cost them 40 quid. Yes. so yeah. if you're paying £25 there's a chance of that fridge is going yes. to end up on Dartmoor. Which is completely, completely inappropriate and not right. I, I can sense that there's some frustrations um, amongst the three with regards to maybe organisations and individuals' lack of planning. You also have situations whereby firms, probably the larger firms, and there have been some headlines where organisations, businesses have used, you know, they've been greenwashing for one of the, well, that's, I guess that's the official term. Mm. They say they're going to do something, they don't actually do it. They use the sustainability angle as a sales point without the, the backstory behind it. What frustrations do you have with regards to the, the lack of this issue being sorted? It should have been solved by now, really. We are, it's 2023. We're very technologically advanced people as a race, aren't we? Are, are we? <laughs> well, yeah, 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 that, yeah, that, that yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the problem is people see sustainability as being energy costs. They, you know, solar panels are massive at the moment, aren't they? They don't look, at, at, like I said, they don't look at the wider picture. So I think Steve's right, really. There needs to be some platform, and maybe Plymouth could be the first one to do it, you know, where we launch out some sort of training program for companies on sustainability that covers all their aspects, you know, yeah. right down Good to the yeah. toilet roll. Chris is nodding away quite, yeah. yeah you I think that's a great shape. Um, one of the things over the years we've now got as a staple product in the gallery, are items based around old vinyl records, singles and old ones. I've got one. People throw them away now. Mm. They go to landfill, which is such a travesty because a lot of the better music was on vinyl, not CD or what the youngsters play now. And we had two artists, one guy who specializes in painting on old vinyls, he started with the Beatles white album. He scratched his Beatles white album, which he was in tears for days. If only he knew. Yeah, <laughs> if he, what he did, he painted a picture of John Lennon on it over the scratch, put it on his wall. Friend came around to his house and said, I'll buy that. That is awesome. So he thought, ah, there's a business idea. 
all my warped and scratch records, I could start painting Lemmy from Motorhead, Jimmy Page from Led Zeppelin. And now he sells them to us. Rather than going to landfill, he sells them painted. We do them in the gallery. We put them in nice frames and they're reused. We've also got a company that on the singles, the seven inch singles, actually put them back in a gold disc case with some vintage badges and we sell that as a set rather than the, the singles going to landfill. Great so idea. Just by being known for the donation point for the bubble wrap, we've now started to get other products coming into the range. See, now we've got some great presentation advice when Steve Warren Brown writes his memoirs. <laughs> we, can, we can put that in a gold frame. That, that'll fit on a seven, eight, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The Devon Business Show will be back in 2024 with a new look and from a new location. Devon and Plymouth Chamber of Commerce will be bringing the Southwest's largest business event to the Plymouth Life Centre on Wednesday, the 16th of October, 2024, connecting hundreds of businesses and entrepreneurs with future clients all under one roof. Put your business in the spotlight and secure your space now. This will be our best event yet, and you won't want to miss it. Find out more at devonchamber.co.uk or keep an eye on our social media. The Devon Business Show at Plymouth Life Centre on Wednesday, the 16th of October, 2024. Let's get working at networking. And a creative solution is always a really fun solution to engage yes. with, isn't it? And you gave us one um, just before we went live about, um, is it palettes? I love palettes. It is palettes. Uh, um, we, were, we had a, a, a local school came to our yard to have a look around and see what they could re-upcycle. Up uh, up and uh, they had to stop their design and technology project because the students had run out of timber. And it was palettes. And we've got 70 palettes out in our yard. So take the palettes. And before we knew it, they were taking all sorts of stuff. It was, it was, there were kids in a sweet shop. That's really important to us that we can see a, an end purpose, a bit like Chris's fantastic example. And I've actually got Mark Bolin in my bar, so I've probably have. got it from your guide. And that's a great example. Our, probably the, the example we're most proud of is we've collected millions of flower pots over the years and uh, we've always been looking for an opportunity to do something with them and i've i've gifted them to you know women's institutes and, and gardening clubs and allotments but they still keep piling up we've now we're now recycling them back to suppliers which is great but we still have this this uh, huge pile and um what we've come up with is a solution where i think it's 375 of our pots can be chipped go into be a recycled mold. We work with Devon Contract Waste Plastics and um, they get recycled and upcycled into garden benches, garden furniture and so on. So then we can see there's a real purpose to what's happening with our waste. And what we're doing on a, on a, on a I think that we can't have this all be negative. We've just taken on six apprentices and actually through some of the work we do in schools, I've been really surprised and inspired by just how much the younger generation know about all of this they know more about sustainability than we do they're already getting the message they're driving it so actually they can be part of the they can help our company from the bottom and we've got the management down and you know hopefully we're going to spread the word and we're going to be as sustainable as we can be because our operatives at all levels 
are being supported by apprentices who've come from school and get it and from management who get it and, and it should make for a better, more sustainable future for the company. And you're absolutely right. We shouldn't just be negative. We should look at the positives yeah. and move forward in a positive manner. Mark, you've made recycling, sustainability, all this, your business. It's everything you do. So what, what tips would you give businesses of all sizes and with regards to taking a more sustainable approach? Well, there's a couple of things in there. And the first one I mentioned, it's about consciousness. It's about looking at, at actually what you're doing with the stuff afterwards. That, and the other thing is honesty. We can't recycle everything. You know, we do, we do go. Some occasionally things go to landfill, or, we, or they go into a recycling pot of different, but things go to landfill because there's certain things you just can't recycle. So plastics get recycled. So I think it's about honesty as well. It's about, as you said earlier, lots of companies go, oh, I'm very green, everything we do is green. Well, I reckon if you dug into it, you'd probably find that not everything they do is green. So therefore, if they're a little bit honest with themselves and they look at stuff, it's a platform then to start and, and think of ideas, exactly like Steve and Chris. I mean, the record's amazing, you know, what Steve does with the pallet wood. And they're all little ideas, they all take time. But unless you know you've got the problem and you admit you've got the problem, you can't really start looking up at solutions. Chris, before we wrap up, tell us a bit about the gallery and, and where you're located and, and what kind of stuff you do. Um, Kai Gallery is located on Plymouth Historic Barbican. And for my sins, I wear a couple hats. I'm chair of the Barbican Business Association and I brought quite a few schemes into that for recycling. So we've done it hand in glove with the green tourism awards, which is a really good thing. And I'd recommend any business to get involved with the green tourism. There's bronze, silver, gold, platinum, and we're working on the green that. award. Just saying. Good point, good point, yes. Nice and yeah, excellent. But also, um, Kai Gallery, I've worked independently with Steve and Mark on different research. I'm terribly topics. sorry to hear that. Yeah, well, <laughs> you, you have to sometimes. Um, another hat I wear, I'm governor at Mayflower School in Plymouth and it also oversees Mount Wise. And Steve's been into both schools with his recycled products and the mini forests. So I've, I've seen it in the gallery and outside the gallery with something else I'm very passionate about through the gallery. Marvellous. And, and Mark, just to close with regards to entry cycling, um, what kind of organisations do you work with and is your... All, all sorts. All sorts. All sorts. We work, work from anything. So, um, and we have anything from used and new products. At our furniture and mall shop in the city centre, We've got catering office furniture downstairs, upstairs. We've got where we've purchased companies that we're going to close, where, where new things go to landfill, believe it or not. Um, so we sell those as well. And there's some amazing stuff in there. You know, people come in, they get quite amazed at the different variety of stock we have and the sort of things we have. At our Ivy Bridge site, which is massive, we have doors and windows, you know, all sorts yes. of things. So yeah. pretty much, you know, lots. We try and sell it online, but keeping up with our inventory is a massive task. And, and Steve Weiger's Landscape, thank you once again for being our planet sponsor, our planet partner, rather. We prefer that term because it very much is a partnership, actually. Yeah. Um, is there anything you'd like to add to today's conversation about sustainability? I mean, YGS, I, uh, 36 years of trading a couple of weeks ago, and it's always been a passion of mine. And I'm now, you know, as, as the company grows and I'm growing the team, it's an integral part of our, of our message to be known as that as that company that has that throughout it throughout the company. Chris alluded to, and I'm hoping to talk to you a bit later about. We've set up a 
a side venture and we, we're getting involved with doing microforest into schools, more of that later. But we're doing what we, you know, we are getting out there and doing what we're saying we're doing. Uh, and this greenwashing thing does exist, but we've got to keep, all of us, we've got to keep pounding the streets, sharing our messages, sharing our ideas. I've already had a couple of ideas that I'm going to talk to Mark about, you know, about other th ways we can use stuff. I, I think there's so many ways that all of the waste pro things we regard as waste. I worked with Southwest Highways last year on some of their stuff, and the amount of different ways you can create plant pots and flower pots and flower and planters that you then gift to schools and the schools paint them. It just goes on and on and on. And we're really proud of that at YGS. And, um, you know, it's right that YGS is sustainable, continues to grow, continues to create opportunities for as many people as possible in our sector, because the more people in our sector, the better, the more good stuff is being done in the community and in for sustainability and for the planet. And indeed, thank you very much for being so community focused. In fact, to all three of you, because um, there's a lot that you do above and beyond just running your businesses. You've touched on a bit of it today and um, wish you the very best. Three very wise gentlemen giving us such great hints, tips and, and advice. And, <laughs> and Mark. <laughs> and Mark yeah. Chris, Mark and Steve, thank you for joining us here today. Thank you, thank um, you Paul. You're yeah, welcome. Thank you. Before I leave you now, let me just say hello to Right On Training, Agile Comms, BCR Associates, Exeter College and Plymouth City Council's Connect Plymouth. They're all here, as are many other exhibitors from the Devon Business Show 2023. This Devon Business Show 2023 special of In Conversation With was recorded live at Plymouth Pavilions on Wednesday the 11th of October 2023. Supported by Westcott's Chartered Accountants and Business Advisors. Produced by Fresh Air Studios. Full audio production services for business podcasts and corporate communications. Visit freshairstudios.com. Presented and produced by Paul Philpot. Engineering and video content by Mark Stevenson. Edited and mixed by Lisa Hartwell. Production support by Martin Burgess Moon. Copyright Devon and Plymouth Chamber of Commerce and Fresh Air Studios Limited. All rights reserved. <laughs>